What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Let's Talk Movies. I'm Brad. And I'm Miguel. That was Why so we... <laughs> fucking gay. And this is Can our commentary. <laughs> this is our commentary of Toby Hooper's The Texas Chainsaw Massacre from 1974. Released October 11th, 1974. Uh, we are just watching like the standard edition. I don't know if there really even is like another extended cut. Or I don't I don't believe there is. I don't um, think the world will, would allow an extended <laughs> cut of this movie. It's, it's too dark and gritty enough. I'll tell you what. I've really been looking forward to doing this. Not only this commentary, but this episode of Purely and Simply Evil, too. Um, because this, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and I'm talking about the first, well, you could argue this about the franchise, too. But the first film especially has one of the most complicated, nastiest uh origins pretty much of any horror movie that there's ever been when you look at the production the themes behind it the execution of how they how this thing came to be it's pretty it's pretty uh it's rained on the inside of a garbage can and it's created a black sludge and you just have to lay in it for an hour and 28 minutes i don't think there's really a more complicated history to any horror film even when you look at psycho night of the living dead the the themes, the production, uh, even after the fact, how many countries banned this movie when it came out because they couldn't get because you got to remember there was no PG thirteen, there was just P, there was G, PG, R, that was it. So that's why that's why Jaws is rated PG, and there's there's boobs in the first ten minutes of Jaws, which Julia thinks is hysterical, by the way. So wait, when did they do PG thirteen? I don't know when PG thirteen started. It would have had to have been. I guess it would have had to have been in the late seventies, early eighties. Um, but they actually, they, I think they had to submit this and I was listening. There's actually a really good documentary. It's like an hour and a half long. It's on YouTube. It's called uh, the shocking truth behind the Texas chainsaw massacre or whatever. And he was uh, the, the, I forget the effects artist name, but he said that they actually had to contact the MPAA like, quite a few times because like like for example the scene where uh i forget the names of all the different characters um where they get put up on the meat hooks and everything they were like we can't show blood the mpa was like no you can't show blood like you can't you can't do that so they did it bloodless like it you can't show for, blood but you can show a body well, being hooked by a meat hook well but for the for how nasty this movie comes across and like what the idea of it is there's it surprising how little blood there is in it. Like there's not really any blood in it at all. Really? It's more of the like idea of what's happening. So huh. Alright. So we are paused at zero minutes, zero seconds. Again, this is just the standard version of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Go get your copy. Uh, and then we will let you know. We will say three, two, one, play. And when we say play, that is when you are going to hop on in. And we're gonna start this nasty mess together. Let's do it. Let's do it. Zero minutes, zero seconds. We are starting in three, two, one, play. We're at five seconds right now. This and is the 40th anniversary? Ten seconds. Yeah, I have the uh, 40th anniversary edition. <laughs> Sorry.
and her invalid brother. Invalid. What is, what is that? He's, he like he's a paraplegic. He's he's handicapped. Oh, okay. He's handicapped. So that's what that, that's what it's saying. It's really cool because for the for the newest film for Texas Chainsaw Massacre, same dude, the same guy who narrated the beginning, uh, came back to do this one as well. The Texas Chainsaw. Kane. <laughs> Star Wars did it better. Ah, that's pretty good, man. It's pretty iconic. And it's funny because one of the themes in this is was the, the fact that they were showing so much of the Vietnam War on TV. And they like part of the political subtext behind this is that the government's lying to you, and this claims that it's like all a true story, and it's really not. Kind of a weird, um, you know, attempt that political agenda with a fucking. Oh, but this movie. is good. See, this is the way it's done. It's fantastic. I mean, you had even look at this camera work. It looks gross. It looks like they're like taking pictures of a dead body. Well, and it's funny. I mean, obviously, not like fresh dead bodies, but like some of the bones and things like that were real. They went to like, a, not a morgue, but they went somewhere uh, and they got like actual human bones for some things. Like a lot of the animals and the carcasses and stuff were 100% real. So any one of these pictures could be real. Well, okay. The opening shots of the body are not, you know... That's whatever. Like that's that, obviously not real. <laughs> that, they they went and real. found. They were like, ah, that one'll do. Dig that one up. But I, I don't know. There, there's something about the. I think the thing about this movie is the atmosphere. Yeah, like, I'd say the atmosphere feel, is pretty fucked right now. Well, well, yeah, but even like right from the get go, it feels great. Like it feels nasty. There's no like no it works, but there's no like it slowly works you into the nastiness. It's just like you're just there, like it's just auto, like right from the first thing, it's just gross. What are they doing to each other? That's my question. And you feel like even the way this is lit, like it's got really orange tones. You like you feel the heat, that like dry ass Texas heat. That's a usual thing for like Texas and Southern. Hemisphere. What, grave robbing and, like, making a statue? No, dude, the orange tint, my guy. Jesus, If you're from Texas, don't unsubscribe from us. You might as well. Brad just made fun of your shit. No. Texas seems like a cool place. They were in Texas. Iconic. I gotta say, the sound, sound, it sounds very eerie. Well, you know what's cool? A lot of the sound... Because, again, another political thing, subtext thing, was that being a vegetarian. Being a vegetarian? Vegetarianism was something that was kind of uh, explored in this because a lot of what, like a lot of what they're, they're essentially doing the same exact thing you would do at a slaughterhouse to people for food. It's like a role reversal. Like, is it really. Oh, you're it's, talking it's about animal slaughter- rights. Yeah. I was confused. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, like, I was sl- like, I was like, I highly doubt a fucking vegetarian is going to want to watch this movie. No, in no, no. That's the thing. I mean, like, it, it would probably make a vegetarian sick to their stomach because 
you're essentially reversing like a lot of the ways Leatherface kills people with the hammer, uh, with you know, not necessarily the chainsaw, but you know, turning human beings into food, into meat. You it it's like a role reversal thing. Like, is it really humane how we kill cattle and pigs and shit like that? Like, is it really humane? You know what really fucked up? I'm pretty sure before this movie and after this movie, people literally went to a steakhouse and ordered it rare. Gross. This movie made people sick to their stomach. That's a real, really dead armadillo. Well, even like a lot of the roadkill, a lot of the dead animals you see, they literally went and picked up roadkill and shot it. Like, no wonder, like, the if you don't know the production in this movie... If this, like this movie wouldn't have been shot in the same conditions today, like you had 120 degrees Texas heat, and the, I mean with the actual dead carcasses and bones and real human bones, and the actors were getting injured all the time. Like the working conditions were terrible. Plus, they had to work long hours during the day. Um, famously, Marilyn Burns, who plays Sally, had said that they had to take breaks in between shots to go and puke because the heat and the stank inside of that house was so horrendous. Good old Franklin. Just, I, Are you I never understood that. Just pee in the grass. Like you're in the middle of nowhere, dude. Just go. So fucked. Wow, they really, they really just said "fuck you guys." Well, and the, I, you know, another thing that this movie—you could rattle off for hours the things that this movie does really well. Um, but one of the things is like the how isolated it makes you feel, and I think that's what's different about this story too. Is like you can run away, like. In Halloween, you can run down the street. You could run to another town. Like, you can get away from most killers. But here, you're on their turf. And they know the town and they know the area better than you do. Oh, my God. Is this bitch talking about fucking astrology? Like, you're so secluded. These are a bunch of fucking hippies. You know what? Oh, it makes dude, sense. it was the early seventies. Of course, they were hippies. Yeah, and it makes sense with like the new, the newer like uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. All mm-hmm. of them were just like you know, gin, gin fucking zers, pretty much. Yeah. Um. Oh, you mentioned. I meant to say this. You mentioned the music earlier. It's interesting because there's not really any. There's not really a score for this. Most of the sounds you hear are actually sounds that animals would hear in a slaughterhouse. Oh, that's fucked, dog. Yeah. It's pretty screwed up. Bro, is she literally just topless right there? That's the sheriff. He's 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 been drunk since eight AM. It's only eleven. That's not the sheriff. I shot the sheriff. That's not the sheriff, is it? No. Oh, okay. Bro, he is gone. Oh, he did. <laughs> he drank that's, himself that's the to death. That's first death. <laughs> first death of the... Oh, wait, never mind. He's still moving. He said, nah, you know what? I'm not going to go out. You laugh at me. 
So I don't. Another interesting thing is like, is Sally? We know her grandfather is buried here, but is she like? Where is she from? Where are her parents from? What's happening? Bro, it looks hot. Yeah, I guess they are from Yeah, they are from around here. Really? That's something I didn't know. Yeah, this movie is definitely animal rights. PETA. Okay. Deadass. I feel like I don't well, know why PETA wouldn't. No, because they don't movie. actually show any animals being killed. They just show dead animals. Well, literally, just right <laughs> they here. Just, they show dead animals that are already dead. They're literally just like putting the fucking like movie like on blast. What's to be expected right now? And you know, he's describing how they kill cows, but like. Like, they're describing how they kill cows, but, like, it's really foreshadowing because Leatherface kills uh, Pretty Boy with the sledgehammer the same way, and he twitches and kind of does his weird thing, you know. Yeah, those vans didn't have AC back then. Bro, Texas didn't have AC. <laughs> yeah. Uh, who the fuck says that anymore? What? Hitchhiker? Hitchhiker. Should I pick them up? No, bro. <laughs> yeah, not today, man. And it's funny because my dad talks about it all the time. He was like, man, hitchhiking was how we even like got around anywhere. Yeah, that's not allowed anymore. If you I know see the a hitchhiker, I'd literally be like, yo, dog, Uber is still available. It's funny. The, the Texas State Police actually thanked them because after this movie came out, they saw, like, an 18% drop in, like, hitchhiker crimes. And, like, crimes, like, committed, like, on the roads and stuff. Which is pretty funny. Wait, hold on. See, who said, yeah, at this point, right at the, it, see, for me, it would have been the blood splattered all over the side of his face that, uh, that would have been a red flag to me, but. Is that a purse? I don't know. It's made out of fur, whatever it is. It's made out of beaver. Also, this guy keeps pictures of dead animals in his, in his fur purse, like, bro, get rid of him. The jaws. Jaws. 
Like, why are we passing? Wouldn't you be throwing it? Like, I would have had at least 15 red flags at this point. And they're like, let's pass around the nice pictures of the dead cows. Cows. They call our generation dumb as fuck, but literally, like, the first sentence that yeah, came that out of his mouth, terrible... I'd have been like, yeah, okay, well, you got out. Bye. Yeah, I don't know, man. Again, yeah, red flags, out, so. dude. And they're just so, like, they're so calm. Bro, what? I I could be wrong, but I believe, I believe that was real. Him cutting his hand? I, I don't think that was like a gag. I think he actually did that. Was that guy like high? I don't know. I know I, there's a couple of things in this movie, and I know like towards the end, Sally jumping out the window, her Leatherface chasing her through the brush. Like, there's a few different. Uh, I don't know. There's a few different scenes where they actually injured themselves. Like it was like really they kind of hurt themselves. Which again, this would have this would never fly in Hollywood because of how awful this production was. Man, between like between, bro, I would take it. Like, take all of his fucking weapons, dog. <laughs> between the heat, between the dead carcasses and the stank, and how much everybody was injured and how uncomfortable it was, like, I feel like I'd have quit on day two. Like, this would have <clears> been awful. Oh boy, really did say, uh, pull out my Sweeney Todd knife. Real yeah, quick. right. Yeah, that was like a what? What do they call it? The like a straight razor, right? Yep. So strange. Bro, I wouldn't be able to use my hands if I cut it like that. So strange. Okay, finally. I was like, dude, where's the fucking flash? I'd have been like, buddy, where are we uh where are we taking you? <laughs> like Bro, I weird... want like I want you out of the car. Where are we taking you, man? That's a weird attachment on the iPhone, dude. Valid point. My, I thought they kicked him out brother, like as soon as he started cutting. My brother also wear, wears faces. You, you, you'd like him. You'd like him. <laughs> he did a good job, though. I, I don't know who the the gentleman is playing him, but he did a pretty decent job, like playing a weird psycho person. Just like strange, like odd. Huh? He said, "Scam." He couldn't hear him from all the way back there. (laughs) I know, right? Like he acts like he's like thirty feet away. Bro, you're in the front seat. Like, calm down. 
this guy's like Inspector Gadget. Like he's like redneck Inspector Gadget. Like he's that. Th- it's like the Mary Poppins like bag. It just like keeps on coming. Stuff just keeps coming out of there. The Coke. What is that? Uh, gunpowder, I believe, or something that's like incendiary. Oh shit, dog. I think that's like a voodoo curse right there. Yeah. That was the moment. Ooh, fuck. I always really like the moment because he he takes his bloody hand and he like smears it like on the on the car. And I always like that. To like what market? It? Well, it, I don't know. I don't think he really if, if they meant it that way, but it's like he marks it. Like it's, you know. Really? Half ready? Only half? He said that's the last hitchhiker I ever pick up. Smart man. Yeah, nobody picks up hitchhikers today. Like, it's just, I don't know. Like, you feel bad for people, but you're almost, like, too afraid to, you know? Yep, we love to hear astrology logic. It's just so ironic. A lot of the dialogue is super, super ironic. Wait a minute. You get a daily guide of astrology? Yeah. Really? I guess. I don't know. Everybody in this town looks drunk. I would be too if I was out there burning. It's got to be an interesting life, though. To not, like, see, you know, to not see... What, rain? The world, Water? though. But, like, you're just so... that Again, that's part of what makes this movie so powerful is how secluded it is. Like, there's, like, even if you get away, even if you get out of the house, even if you're running down the street, it's like, how far can you go? I mean, A, it's 120 degrees, and B, you're going to get tired, like... Eventually, he'll catch up to you. We slaughter barbecue. Bro, I'd be like, stop washing my car. Because you know he's going to be asking for like a dollar or two. Yeah, right. I guess is that like standard practice? You just start washing? Right. 
I love how he definitely knows what the fuck's wrong up with that house. Yeah. It's just funny, like, when you think about, like, the entire time he's just playing them, like, everything he's saying, he's playing them. He really, he really understands what's going on. He's like, dog, you sure you want to go? Are you sure you want to go to this house? I want you here so I can eat you. Is that what he's trying to do? Well, he's a sawyer, so yeah. That old guy? Yeah. He's He's a sawyer? Yeah, he's her dad. He's the hitchhiker and Leatherface's dad. Yes. Really? Yeah. Leatherface and the hitchhiker are brothers. I just didn't know that guy was the yeah, hitchhiker. Yeah, yeah. So is the guy washing the car like is that? I don't face? know. No, 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 no. We we. I guess we don't really know who the guy washing the car is. I guess he's just a regular dude. Which, that's part of the reason I say that it's not super far fetched. That, I mean, I don't know. I know a lot of people think that the beginning of Texas Chainsaw 3D where there's like a it suddenly reveals that there's like eight other sawyers that we didn't see in the original but like they could have been anywhere like it you could there's ways that you could justify it in your I mind. said the I sawyers mean, don't sound like they go out anywhere past this town I uh, yeah I mean like you could I don't know you could justify it as you know I don't know I mean he it could, they could they could have been anywhere for for any reason What? I think the guy who played Franklin, I, I was listening to that uh, that documentary on my way to work this morning, and he said he had to, like, like because Franklin is so, like, for lack of a better word, whiny. Oh, that's how I found it. He, um, like, he's, he had to stay in character the entire time, and I think they were all really, like, irritated with him. Right, something. I'm surprised no one else saw it. I also, I think the van belonged to somebody who was working on the set. I think, I think, uh, I think what happened was Father Sawyer just saw the blood and he was like, yep, that sounds like the Mm. next crew we're going to get. Yeah, you're right. And then he saw that old boy right there, and he was like, mm, meals on wheels. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, that's that awful. Oh, okay. That's terrible. <laughs> Just saying. I mean, they're fucked up people, so. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you probably get, like, one horsepower out of that, my yeah. guy. Blowing up. Dude, he lit it on fire. Nothing blew up. Did you notice he looked at what he was eating, too? Whatever they got from the gas station? Like, bro, you're probably eating a human being, so. Bro, dead ass. Like, you're legit probably eating human being barbecue. You're eating a couple hippies that came by the other day. 
We've been eating on Roger for a month. Is that the Sawyer house? No. Oh. That is Franklin and Sally's dad's house. Roadhouse. You mean to tell them they live close by to the Sawyer house? And well, it's, it? I mean, it's an abandoned house. They're just like going to see it on a road trip. They don't actually, you know, live there. I mean, bro, you think somebody lives there? Look no, what that. I mean is like, you mean to tell me that their entire family lived next to like I, the Sawyer house I, and they did not know about I guess. how fucking crazy well, they are? you know, and I think that's part of what I really enjoyed about the Texas Chainsaw remake from 2003. Like, it, it explains a little bit more why they do what they do. Like, with the slaughterhouse closing and um, this... I think this kind of just makes it more like they're just a bunch of freaking psychos that live out in the middle of nowhere. But, you know, there there was more of that done wrong by the government, done wrong by society uh, kind of thing going Bro, on. He's with still snacking on that finger. Yeah. It, it even looks like a finger. It looks gross. It looks disgusting, whatever he's eating. Damn, this ain't dewy sauce. It sure do, sure do taste like Peter. Intense smolder. See, he knows it tastes like ass. Look at him. Damn, look at that smile. Yeah, that, I don't know why I thought that. They did grow up there. I was wrong. They did grow up there. So she grew up next to the Sawyer. Yeah, which is what's really fucking confusing. I don't think they were always... I mean, I think they were always, you know kind of removed from society, but I don't think they were always cannibals, though. I think the cannibal thing came later. What, during the Vietnam War? Well, no, but I think... Well, I mean... Subtext, yeah, but I don't... I don't know. Daddy long legs. Are they just there to visit, or are they staying the night? There? Yeah. Uh... I think they're just visiting. I think they were just going to go and then keep trucking. He's still chewing on that old piece of sausage. Bro, because it's sus. <laughs> then throw it out in the... Just throw it in the field. Why is he still like... It's dead-ass mystery meat, man. Like, mystery meat. I do feel bad for Franklin, though, because they straight up leave him. And it's like, bro, come on. You know he can't get upstairs and stuff. What's that? How long is Especially he been this long? this scene he's got right here, like you kind of see the straight. There we go. Spit the sausage out. You know it tastes like garbage. Poor guy. You know, and it's sad because, like, Fra- I mean, Franklin, it's his house as much as, as it was Sally's. You know what I mean? He's got memories there, too. Like, and they're just, they just kind of abandoned him. Like, they're just off having a good time with their buddies and showing them around. And Franklin is just kind of off alone without anybody 
helping him around without feeling included, you know. I mean, I get it. It's a, it's, you know, it's sad. Poor guy. That scene always kind of broke my heart a little bit. You know what I mean? And he's back. You missed the Franklin freak out. What happened? He's just he's mad that they're off having a good time and they ditched him. I'd be mad he needs help getting around, and he's just like, they're just off having a blast. And it's his house. It's as much his house as it is Sally's. That's fucked, dog. <laughs> That's code for dog. We about to fuck. I wouldn't. No, no way. Not in that nasty old house. And we're not even in the Sawyer house yet. Damn, it sucks that he's going to die. Really? Because you feel bad for the thing. That is dead ass a curse. One hundred percent. That is a curse, guys. That's like some voodoo curse. Well, shit. bro, that looks like a dinosaur. Good lord, what is that? Is Sally up there getting it on too? The Blair Witch Project. <laughs> I really bro, wanna... you look at that heat, bro. I know. Like you can feel the way this is shot. Like you can literally feel the heat. Yep. In in this movie. Just shoot him and put him out of his yeah, misery. Yeah. What a Holy what a shit, what a dick dude. thing to say. That's such a 70s thing to do. How did 70s people survive in this heat with those bell-bottom jeans? Well, by tucking in their shirt and unbuttoning it, but still keeping the shirt untucked. Yeah. Yeah, they're dicks. Yeah. Like, that's not cool, man. Oh shit. <laughs> that collateral. You know you're crazy if you hang things from trees. Sometimes you gotta lay no the coffee pot. No offense to anybody that hangs things from things from trees. I mean sometimes you gotta lay the coffee pot out and dry. You hang what? You hang your coffee pots from a tree, bro. At this point, you don't even need like it'll dry in like a couple seconds. Uh, by the way, I'm drinking a Heat Wave. Perfect drink for this movie, for a movie about a hot Texas. Oh, look at all the sunflowers. It'd be a perfect spot if it wasn't you know filled with fucking murderers. Yeah. 
How do they know there was gas here? They could hear the they could hear the uh, sputtering of that engine of the uh, generator. And it's funny because this is actually uh, used in Texas Chainsaw Three. This is where um, the baby is, where Alexander Daddario's character is like found. Really? Yep. A generator. How At least they have a generator? garden. At least they have a they have a garden of sunflowers. There's something redeemable about these people. Just because you eat sunflowers, all of a sudden you justify cannibalism? <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You know what else is cool is none of they didn't let any of the actors see Gunnar Hansen in the Leatherface makeup until their death scene. Really? Yeah. So it was like a legit reaction, like the first time that anybody saw him as Leatherface. That's pretty dope. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, pretty good idea. And I think Gunnar Hansen's a pretty good guy. Like, I think the this first death uh, with the sledgehammer, where Mister Dude is like twitching on the floor, uh, I think he actually hit him at one point, like on accident. And Gunnar Hansen felt like really bad. It's sad because it is. It's kind of a pretty house on the outside. Bro, that is a t- Except for the fact that there are teeth on the... Why would you pick it up? Like, bro, you can see what it is. Come on. Thinks he's going to propose. Gives him a tooth. Or gives her a tooth. Hmm, okay. Red flag. Listen, if you... if. Okay, if you first of all, if you found a tooth on a porch, wouldn't that have been red flag number one? Yeah. And if you saw, if you walked in and saw that, would that not be red flag number two? Would you be gone at this point? Yeah. <laughs> Bro, this is Texas too. I wouldn't even dare to step foot in someone else's. Oh yeah. Unless offered. And this is a farmland, so their property expands a lot. Yeah, bro, if I saw that in the back room, no, I'm getting the hell out of Dodge. I'm not staying in this house. I'm not staying within 50 feet of this house. I'm gone. Nope. I'd be gone. I'd be running in the opposite direction, dude. No way. Boom. And the twitch. Oh, that was so uncomfortable. Bro, could you imagine? Because you have to remember, like, even though this is, in the grand scheme of things, this is really not bloody. Also, this shot is so iconic. That's such a great shot. And yes, for multiple reasons, it's a great shot. Oh my God. <laughs> Anyways, like you, nobody had ever seen, uh, had seen death scenes like this. Like even in Psycho and Night of the Living Dead, like it wasn't, it wasn't this explicit or this gnarly. So like you could imagine sitting in a movie theater and seeing that for the first time. Like 
I'm sure that would have been like gagging to see that kind of thing. Bro, it's the way he twitched though. Yeah. This dude like spun well, around like four times before he got sucked into the door. Well, I told you. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? right. He even like spun once on yeah. the floor and then Leatherface turned him again before he slammed it. I don't know. And I mean, this is the first time we really get to see the house. Like, and it's funny because they went so intricate too. Yeah, they they went balls up. Like though, it like... was well, not only in like the peeled wallpaper and the skin hanging out, like the drying skin hanging everywhere, but like the way and like even all the feathers and the random bones and the clutter. The furniture that's made out of bones, you know, that like that, like that kind of stuff. Like, who would have, who would have thought of that? Like, I'm sure people would at this point, people would have felt so far out of their element and so far just nasty. Is this their first time visiting this set? Like, this is her first time seeing the set. Uh, I, feel I don't like that'd know. Be like a different, like a unique uh, reaction. I don't know if it. it was her first time. Yeah, like that kind of stuff, man. Like, like those are real human bones. Like, let's be real. Yeah. That they scored from somewhere. I mean, seeing this for the first time in a theater must have been unbelievable. Because, of course, now we're... Now people are, you know... uh, What do you call it? Comfortable enough with seeing this kind of thing, you know? Desensitized. Yeah, you're desensitized to this kind of, like, jarring, bizarre stuff. Oh no, not Michelangelo. Right. Bro, how many bones do you think they collected for this? One too many. I think someone got overly zealous, overzealous with their job of picking up bones. Yeah, right. We need you to go collect bones. Got it. I love how I keep they sh- come back to like holy shit. <laughs> I love how I keep shooting back to like the fucking chicken. Yeah. Well, even the even the camera work, it's like it's just it's. <clears throat> it, I don't know. It, it's very. Even the chicken had a tough time being filmed. It makes you feel like you're like really in shot, like in a state of shock with yeah. what you're seeing. You even know? the chicken had to do a couple double takes because he couldn't handle it. Yeah, that chicken was probably scared out of his mind, her mind. And here we go. That's a famous scene right there, too. Yep. Like this, man. Even the way he looks. Like, it's so different. It's so... I don't know. This was the hook scene I'm talking about. They thought it would be a lot more effective to not show blood, to just show, like, just that. I believe Toby Hooper... I imagine Hooper, she'd be dead by now. I think Toby Hooper originally wanted it to, like, come out of her, like, chest, but... Yeah, he really fucked, dude. That's a terrible mask. Ugh. Jeez, and she's just sitting there watching this happen. Like, man.
Explains why the generator is so loud. <laughs> it's like what the kids in Halloween. He's going to get you. He's going to get you. I don't know. They're really assholes. <laughs> and Sally just lets it happen. Yeah, she really does. And you know what else is interesting about Leatherface? I find honestly the the more the older I've gotten, the more I appreciate this version of Leatherface because it really he's he's more of a complicated character than people give him credit for. Like he's obviously underdeveloped. There's he's obviously got you know a, a mental disability. He's got something going on there. Um, plus the fact that they treat him like garbage and they make him do all of this, but he like. It, I think they wrote him gibberish in the script, like just random crap that didn't make any sense. And Toby Hooper just told Gunnar Hansen what he was supposed to convey, like that yelling when he first sees her in the house. And it was up to Gunnar Hansen to just like figure out how to portray that through like the guttural noises and sounds and what was going on. I must say it's pretty impressive because this is like one of the first ones where it's like, the serial killer is just so animalistic. Yeah. And do you realize there really hasn't been any music? No. Just the, like the. It's rrr. just been, yeah. It's just been like rumbles and sound effects and. I think music probably wouldn't. Wouldn't Kirk! fit right. Look at that shirt. That is the most 70s shirt I have ever seen in my entire life. It's a nice shirt. Hey, who shot the couch? <laughs> Some great acting from Sally. No, because I believe in science. I don't know. I think Marilyn Burns did fine. I liked her better than I really liked. I liked her and Franklin better than I liked anybody else in their crew. I like Franklin. Is he your favorite? Yeah, so far. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they're mean to him. I about to say, what was he doing before this trip? I don't know. Which, to be fair, it has been a long day, and, you know, it's dumb hot outside. Even look at that. Like, you feel that heat. I always love the way the sun just kind of, like, envelops the screen. Is that the music? Yeah. Does that face kill all of all of his friends, or does someone from the soil? Freaking much. I think Leatherface kills all of them. Yeah, he does. It really is a pretty house. That's what's kind of sad. 
I'm just saying that, you know, blanket right there should be a clear indication of your friends are there. That should be a clear indication of something's wrong. Yeah. Like, it's still on the porch. How does he die? In a way, it almost makes it more tense because there's no music. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it just makes you wait, like, anxiously. Like, there's no musical, there's no buildup by it. Yeah. It's like, it's. It's tense because there's no sound. It's just like you're just waiting, you know? And wouldn't you Bro, see all the... dead ass has to be blood. Oh, there. yeah. You'd have seen a whole puddle of blood. Everything about this place is wrong. Yeah, right? Wait, which one is still alive? Um, her. How? How are you still alive? Yeah, right? Now, I love this scene for multiple reasons. So you got to think, he is, he's basically got the mind of a child. He's being forced to do things he doesn't really want to do. And these random people are invading his space. And they just keep coming out of nowhere. Like, in his mind, he's got to be freaking. Which is why, I like, freaking out, like, he's, I mean, I think he's, in a way, he's just as scared as they are. Yeah, bro, he's tweaking. But, like, even this scene, like, he almost looks, he looks scared like he looks confused there's something about it that that's always but then he licks his lip and smiles well he he just like you can tell he's not he's thinking about it like he knows there's something off he he knows that this is not right you know what i mean like it's one of the few times we just get to see him alone you know without any I don't know, with that, nice. Without him being in kill mode, like, we get to see him kind of in his thoughts. Also, when he hit Kirk, when Kirk screamed, that was the, I think the first time they did it, that was his first reaction, and they had to make a cut. Because, like, when it cuts and you see it from a different angle, because he screamed, like, the, that was the first, you gotta think, when he runs out from the corner with the hammer, that was the first time that he saw Gunnar Hansen in the leather face makeup, they said he actually screamed and ran out of the house because he was so like he was so scared. <laughs> Little do you know, I almost said Alice. Little do you know, you are ringing the dinner bell. Did they get kidnapped here, or is it? What do you mean? Or do they make it to the house? Uh, she makes it to the house. 
Oh man, he doesn't even make it to the house. That's <laughs> fucked, dude. Is this really your first time seeing the original? I think so. He said, psych. Sally. Another super iconic moment in horror coming up right here. Now we got that nice blue lighting, too. Oh, that's the other thing. Could you imagine how dark it would be? Out there, it would be pitch black. They're starting to turn on each other, and just some brother sister relationship. This is some pent-up rage going on right here. Some pent-up brother-sister rage. Bro, I'm just saying. They, it's literally been like four hours in a smoking hot tin box. And like, look, I know it's been a long day, but he's just trying to help you. He's just trying to help his sister. Trying to watch out for her. Poor guy. Yeah, I really do feel bad for oh, him. Oh, he starts pushing him. That's sweet. Was he always a paraplegic? I'm not sure. I don't know if we ever got the answer to that. I'm not sure if it's always... I don't know. Well, they did say that when they went to go find the watering hole, when Jerry and what's-her-name went to go find it, they said that she even said, how did how did Franklin get down here? And they said maybe they maybe they carried him when he was little or something like that, you know. Because he made that dumb comment about, oh, he's never been little. Well, you've never been with a real woman, so. Fuck. <laughs> well, don't be mean to him because he's handicapped. That's not cool. Don't do that. Good lord. You know, at this point, the audience had to have been roaring. I mean, just freaking hearts pumping. Jesus. Oh. And you don't even see any. You literally don't see anything except the blood squirting. 
Wow. It actually kind of caught me off guard. I'm not going to lie. Did it? Yeah. Now, at this point, I remember reading this as well. A lot of the blood on Marilyn Burns, like, which she doesn't have a ton on her, was actually hers because this cut her, having to film this scene and all that brush cut her so much that, you know. And it's funny, I think they even said that Gunnar Hansen was faster than her, which is why he had to keep cutting the branches so he wouldn't, like, catch up. He kept catching, <laughs> like, when they were, he kept catching up to Marilyn Burns, and they were like, bro, we got to figure out a way to slow you down. Yeah, I'll tell you what, lie. homeboy, he's a big boy, but he can haul. Yeah. He's going. Ugh. That mask looks better at night, I think. Yeah. And I think they added extra oil to the chainsaw or something to make it like smoke more. Would that make it smoke? Extra? Like if, if you, you put too if much you pour oil, oil on it. Too much oil in it? No, if you pour like if you pour oil on something like like it's smoking a really lot. Hot, yeah. Which to be fair, smoking. it's had a lot of liquid on it too. It's got a lot of blood, but You really can't pull that door open. He's probably like, son, this is my backyard. Yeah, he's like, you literally just made it easier on me. Yeah, they're big dead. Grandpa. And grandma. Yeah. Gross. Damn, I bet that was their pet, too. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I like how it just fell over. Did you see the dog just like... Yeah. It just kind of toppled. Great acting dog. Did you see how he got kind of scared right yeah. there? Yeah, yeah, he was like, wow. <laughs> yeah, okay. Oh my god! Yeah, I think she actually hurt herself there too. Which, to be fair, I don't know. I don't think she actually jumped out a two-story window, but you never know. Uh, she probably had a. I don't know if she had a stunt double or not. And I like how he's kind of like moaning and groaning and, you know, grunting. And... Damn, dude, he's hauling ass. He's quick. Yeah. He's quick, man. 
It's kind of scary how quick he is. You know, he. You want to hear something nasty? He had to wear the. He had to wear the same shirt for four weeks of filming. It only took four weeks of filming. In this 120 degree heat, he wore the same shirt for four weeks. I bet that thing is musky. They had to stay away from him because of yep. how bad it was. Yep. I'm confused. How does she end up back in the warehouse? It's also scary how it, like, you just hear it getting closer. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'll tell you, this is a long chase scene. Pretty realistic. Well, it's realistic and it's long. Like, it's a lot longer than most. I don't know if I ever noticed how long it was before. I mean, it's like it's broken up in locations, but. You running back to the Sawyer house? Oh, the gas station. You know, he could swing that and... But are you really, though? I'm sure in the movie theaters that people think that like she's okay, but like if I saw that first time, I'd be like, "Dog." Bro, well, listen. If it were if it were me, and I if when as soon as he would have been like, "There's no phone here," I'd have been like, "Oh, like that would have been a a your stomach just churns moment." Could you imagine if he just came charging through the door? Can you imagine? Would you not shit your pants? It's literally 81 degrees low over there right now. Wait, are those? <gasps> yep, that's a that's a human body right there. She's like, it was at that point that they realized they, they fucked up. <laughs> Wouldn't you have tried to get away at that point? I mean, right now, I'm still, I am still think she thinks she's safe. Okay, she just saw human parts in the in the, the barbecue thing. I don't, think, I don't think she could tell. Well, 
Yeah, at this point, it's like, oh, okay. We'll have no trouble. We're just gonna we're we're probably gonna kill you and then eat you. But that that's uh that's it. What? It's like really? What? I never understood that either. Like, why hit her with the broom? Subdue her without the broom, dude. There's there's two actual hits right there. Dang, fuck that guy. I think at one point Marilyn Burns said she actually had two black eyes. Like, legitimately, she from had black that, eyes. Yeah, well, well, just from filming, like, she really had black eyes. Ugh. It's so grimy. Like, everything about, like, everything about this movie is just nasty and grimy. Like, also, why gag her? You're in the middle of nowhere, dude. She's not going to, unless he just doesn't want to hear her scream the whole way. I mean, I'm sure that could get annoying. Keep the broom just in case. Weapon of choice? Broom. broom. Leatherface, chainsaw. The brother. The knife. Leatherface Sr. Daddy. Broom. The Texas Broom Massacre. Texas Broom Massacre. Guys, fucking weird. They're all weird. They play weird really well. Bro, why? I thought she was holding up a stick of dynamite. I was like, fucking like that shit up, girl. You're telling me you wouldn't be fighting a little bit more, though? Yeah. You're just letting him poke you with that broom? Like, I would be, I would be going for his throat. At that point. (laughs) 
Is that Leatherface? Oh, no. That's the son. Honestly, he's mean to both kids. Try to run him over? Oh. So it was him that did it. It's like yeah. Scooby-Doo, pull the mask off. Wait, what happened to the graveyard? The hitchhiker, the guy who dug up the graves and like posed them and made a statue out of it, was well weird. Oh, it was, was the hitchhiker, him. yeah. Oh, that's why he said you almost got us caught over at Newt. Bro, hitches everywhere, even down his driveway. <laughs> Good. Dude's I guess got I too, haven't seen this before. He's got too much energy for no reason. Oh shit, maybe that's why um Leatherface killed all of them because Newt wasn't there to watch Leatherface. Okay, never mind. No, he was supposed to kill those kids. Well, he even said, you better hope none of those kids got away. Like, like he knows that if you leave him alone... What were you saying? That he got no pride in his home. Is that a new mask? Yeah. <gasps> Is that one of the other he guys? He wears three. See, they treat him like garbage, man. And that's why, like, you almost kind of feel bad for Leatherface. Ugh. An armrest, armrest. I know, right? It's an arm, armrest. Arm <laughs> yeah, right. They're like, so we meet again. No. And that's so shitty. Yeah, man. He was almost proud. Yeah, right? He had to stop and think for that. He's like, I I need a reason to beat my child. Oh, my God. They're just so, like, it's so psychotic. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's part of what, like, it's so psychotic. Don't hit her. Get back in there. Wait, is Leatherface the one cooking? Yeah. Damn, he must be a good cook then. 
to turn these people. Well, into that's animals. what the that's what the um the pretty mask is, which is I believe I don't know if it's the one he's wearing. It's the one he's wearing at the end of the movie. What about it? I'm not. I don't know. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. no. Sorry, no. There's there's the killing mask, which is the first mask. Then there's what he's wearing right now. Which is what? The cooking mask? I don't know what they... I forget what they call this one. And then there's the pretty mask, which is what he's wearing at the end. Bro, just dead ass a person. You know how, like, uh, whenever she first saw them, those are just dummies? That's a dead... That's a dead ass person right there. Huh. And it's funny, because they even call him Leatherface. They don't even call him by, like, a name. It's me, Billy. <laughs> his dad just calls him Nitwit. So, or maybe, you. Maybe it's Nitwit. Nitwit Wiki. I got it. Which it's interesting because in the remake they call him Tommy. Like he, like we know his name. Well, you know those aren't canon anymore. What? The sequels? The re- Well, the remake. Oh. The 2003 remake with Jessica Biel. Look at that table. These people know how to clean a house. They love technology and bones. Yeah, something's not right with them. Grandpa. Yeah, that's seriously, that's a person. I know. It's a, uh, it's a living person. (gasps) That's another thing. When you realize it's a living person, I'm sure that had to have been crazy. Bro. Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck am I watching, dog? Yep. Yep. Bro, you weren't saying that 40 minutes ago. (laughs) (laughs) They're sick. Dog, you people liked it. No, no, I can't say that. You, You guys like this shit? That's free. That's really freaky. What? What's the, when when old fucking <laughs> decrepit man just opened yeah. his eyes? This is probably, I don't know, even more so than the chase scenes. This is probably one of the worst scenes in the movie. Not like not worst. Like I mean, it's a great scene, but it's just like at this point you feel so trapped. Like as an audience member, like it almost makes you feel trapped. Now that's the pretty mask. Damn, can you imagine just screaming for your absolute lives and they're just intimidating you? Well, and you know nobody can hear you. Yeah. Shrunken heads. Ugh.
Damn. It's just funny how we see different sides of Leatherface. You know what I mean? Dang, she got a lot of cavities. I thought Leatherfish was a cook. And she's just got to sit and watch this. I don't know. And how ironic is that? He doesn't like to kill. Bro, what the fuck is she Listen, offering? I have a hard time I have a hard time believing that this Sally was the same person who in the in the new Texas Chainsaw movie said, I'm the one that got away and I'm here to make sure you don't like yeah. oh, oh, what? I recognize that scene. Yeah. Well, even this is just like I the the way again the camera work, the way it's the way it's shot, the way it's just screaming and then making the weird noises seeing her eyes it's so it's just disturbing insanity at its finest wow some really good cameras and I'll tell you what old daddy might not enjoy killing but man he loves torturing Cause this is pure torture. Like they're just getting like some sick enjoyment out of her being like scared for her life. As he says, no need to torture her. They have a terrible family dynamic. Really uncomfortable. Yeah, it's it's just so everything about it is so uncomfortable. Could you imagine the trauma even if you did survive this? I know, right? It's like the tagline, who will survive and what will be left of them. It's almost like what will be left of your sanity if you survive this. Not even like your body. 
I'd have been like, sure, because old man can't barely move his fucking arm. Yeah, right. I'd grab that hammer out of his hand and just start going to town. Look at the dad. He's like, I don't want to watch it, uh, but I'm going to. But I'm going to watch it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Bro, you really think he can do that? So close. Yeah, like, like, what are we doing here? Come on. He hit her head. How many attempts is this? This is like, a this is like seven or eight. Oh, I mean, he did hit. hit her. There's one hit. He got one good whack. Although Leatherface kind of helped him. I know, right? It's just like, you suck, man. Friggin' psychopaths. Again. I believe she hurt herself there, if I'm not mistaken. I bet so. She did get hit in the head a couple of times. I'm not going to lie. Better go, Sally. Go, 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 go. This is one of the... I'll tell you what. This is arguably... Not it's one of the most iconic, but this is one of the most tense, like fingernail biting scenes in history. Like the amount of tension and suspense here, because it's like they're both chasing her. Well, She's got nowhere they do to all run. All the work, dog. Huh? They do all the work. <laughs> you don't see the dad out here. Yeah. And he's cutting her like, dang, man. Damn, that death scene felt so good. He's like, damn, there goes my CDL. Black Maria. There goes my CDO. I love how he did. He just turned around. He wasn't like, whoop, nope. That's a shitty chainsaw. What? Probably wouldn't go through that door that easy. Like, so tense, man. You have a chainsaw going, dude. Like, she's made it through all of that. And zoinks! Oof. I also love the lighting here, too. Like, I think that's a Chevy C10 right there. You just get that... Like, you get that orange hue... Of everything. And it's funny. Did you ever notice the truck driver just keeps going? He just keeps running. He's yeah. still, like he's just, he's still there when she gets away. 
the way this looks with the sun in the background. Ugh. And it's that mixture of bawling and laughing and ugh. Freaking iconic, man. I can hear dirty dancing in the background right now. There it be. I'm not gonna lie, it's probably the most uncomfortable I felt in the movie. I know. It's it's a very it's an extremely uncomfortable movie to watch. Like, I mean, I and you know, I again I you think about it like it's a if it's uncomfortable now, and it's still got that same like grittiness and grossness to it. I could only imagine what it would have been like to have never seen a movie like that, and to experience that for the first time in a theater. Like that had to have been just a, a, an unbelievable experience. And I mean, I, who knows? Maybe if it would have had more of a normal production. And a normal budget and a normal, uh, you know, a normal way of doing things. Maybe it wouldn't have. It probably uh, just flown under the radar. Well, yeah, maybe it wouldn't have been as jarring and as bizarre as it as it is. So, I mean, maybe it all, you know, it all happens for a reason. Uh, I will say that would have never happened today. There is no way that a movie would get away with a set like that. I mean, even filming that dinner scene, uh, Bro, Marilyn, first month, it'd be shut down. Look how short the credits are. Oh, like there was enough. nobody, there was barely anybody that even worked on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, like thinking about the uh, the production. I mean, that dinner scene. They Marilyn Burns said it was like 120 degrees in there. It stunk so bad. I mean, the working conditions alone, HIPAA would be all over that. Bro, yeah, this was like an underlining <laughs> thing for EPO, yeah, right? but bro, EPO would be all over this. Oh shit. yeah, man, it would be it would be a mess. They would have been all over this production. People would have been sued. It would have been bad. And even like the actors, I don't think they even got like properly compensated for it. <clears throat> Are you serious? No, damn. I don't I think she they... came back for that reboot. I think one of the actors had said, "I'll have to go back and watch that documentary." I think one of the actors said that literally his pay for this movie was a couple joints. A couple joints. Yep. I can see that. It was, it was the 70s. You know? But, I mean, it's just, uh, again, if, if it would have had a normal production, maybe you wouldn't have gotten that incredible atmosphere and uh, and vibe, that it that just icky, gross vibe that, you know, just makes you feel like you need to go sit in church for a while. Like, maybe you wouldn't have gotten that if it would have been normal. So, um, that's our full commentary, guys. We're not going to go in order, because honestly, I, with this franchise, I don't think it makes sense to go in order with every single Texas Chainsaw film because they're so each sequel is so far removed from the last that you could even almost just look at each one kind of separately without uh, without you know doing it as a franchise. So we're not going to do this um, sequenced as we would you know uh, the how as we did with the Halloweens. Um, next up in season two of Purely and Simply Evil, which is coming soon, we had this commentary. Uh, for episode number eight, and then our last two episodes, uh, nine and ten, will be Halloween H two O and Halloween Resurrection. That'll take us through all the Halloweens. 
uh, and then we're going to move on. And uh, we have some really cool stuff planned for season two of Purely and Civil Evil. The next franchise we're going to check out is A Nightmare on Elm Street, and that's going to be fun. Uh, that'll be a fun time. We're going to go super 80s. So uh, we will. I almost just dropped everything. Fuck. Uh, we, <laughs> we will do the other Texas Chainsaws at some point. But I'm uh, to be completely honest with you, I'm not in a big rush. <laughs> Until we get to the 2003 remake, uh, it's kind of like, okay, we're kind of just beating the dead horse. It's, it's, it's there. I mean, let's be honest. Some of those sequels are terrible. I mean, just almost unwatchable, terrible. Like when you get into next generation, I'm, I'd, I'd rather lay in the dirt for five hours <laughs> than, than watch that movie. Uh, but we will get there. So, we're going to go take a shower. <laughs> we will talk to you guys soon. Be sure to check out uh, this episode of Purely and Simply Evil. Uh, and we will talk to you guys soon. New episodes of our shows are every Tuesday and Saturday at, uh, I almost forgot, 8 p.m. and 10 a.m. Eastern. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at We Talk the Movies, And we will talk to you guys soon. Peace.